Welcome to Marian Consecration, Day 25. This is Father Zach, and it's a pleasure and an honor to have you here with me. Just wanted to ask for your prayers before we begin. I'll be giving a talk for Fiat Ministries. They have a feast for Fiat, and that'll be tonight in Wichita. So that's where I'm at. So I thank and praise you for that, and I know you'll come through because you guys are amazing. Also, uh, today is the feast day of St. Francis Xavier, who is a patron of the Diocese of Green Bay, and I just ask for your prayers for vocations, for more men and women to answer the call, to pray for marriages, more people to discern that vocation well in your prayers this day. So let us begin by stating our why, press pause, and out loud state, why are you doing the Marian consecration? And so we begin, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known, that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. Day 25. Mary's Retreat, Day 2. Father Michael Gately writes, Yesterday we began a retreat within our retreat by joining Mary's retreat. In other words, we began to ponder the ways that Jesus prepared Mary to understand and fully embrace her newly, her new motherly role in the kingdom of God. Today we continue this retreat at the wedding feast of Cana, where Mary's motherly mediation gloriously shines forth. Let's review the scene from John chapter 2, verses 1-12. through 12. The mother of Jesus is at a wedding feast, and Jesus and his disciples are also invited presumably because of Mary. The wine runs short. Mary notices this and brings it to the attention of her son. She says, they have no wine. Jesus seems to rebuke her, saying, woman, what do you have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. Mary nevertheless tells the servants, do whatever Jesus tells you. The servants follow Jesus' orders to fill the stone jars with water. Then the water becomes wine, and the disciples believe. Now, let's ponder deeply John Paul's commentary on this scene. His words get to the heart of Mary's role in our lives and explain why we should be seeking to consecrate ourselves to her. He writes, Cana clearly outlines the new dimension, the new meaning of Mary's motherhood. It is a new kind of motherhood according to the spirit and not just according to the flesh. That is to say, Mary's solicitude for human beings her coming to them in the wide variety of their wants and needs. At Cana in Galilee, there is shown only one concrete aspect of human need, apparently a small one of a little deeper, deeper importance. They have no wine, but it has a symbolic value. This coming to the aid of humans, human needs means at the same time bringing those needs within the radius of Christ's messianic mission and salvific power. Thus, there is a mediation. Mary places herself between her son and mankind in the reality of their wants, needs, and sufferings. She puts herself in the middle. That is to say, she acts as a mediatrix, not as an outsider, but in her position as mother. She knows that as much that as such she can point to, out to her son the needs of mankind, and in fact, she has the right to do so. Her mediation is thus in the nature of intercession. 
Mary intercedes for mankind. And that is not all. As a mother, she also wishes the messianic power of her son to be manifested, that salvific power of which of his which is meant to help man in his misfortune, to free him from the evil which in various forms and degrees weighs heavily upon his life. Another essential element of Mary's maternal task is found in her words to the servants, do whatever he tells you. The mother of Christ presents herself as the spokesperson person of her son's will, pointing out those things which must be done so that the salvific power of the Messiah can be manifested. At Cana, thanks to the intercession of Mary and the obedience of the servants, Jesus begins his hour. At Cana, Mary appears as believing in Jesus. Her faith evokes his first sign and helps to kindle the faith of the disciples. The episode at Cana in Galilee offers a sort of first announcement of Mary's mediation. Wholly orientated towards Christ, intending to the revelation of his salvific power, end quote. Father Michael Gately writes, I'd like to highlight a few important points from this passage for us to ponder. First, not by necessity, but by God's choice, the handmaid of a Lord who does the Father's will perfectly has a right as mother and mediatrix to point out to her son the needs of mankind. Shouldn't we have recourse to such a powerful mother of mercy, with regard to her own need, our own needs and intentions. Secondly, Mary needs servants who obey her words, do whatever he tells you. Are we ready to be her servants so Jesus can begin his hour in our day? Thirdly, it's clear from the words, do whatever he tells you, that Mary's role is wholly orientated toward Christ and tends to the revelation of his saving power. Mary's mediation, therefore, is in union with and subordinate to the one mediation of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Today's prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Remind me to ask for Mary's powerful intercession in times of need. And so we pray. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Remind me to ask for Mary's powerful intercession in times of need. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Remind me to ask for Mary's powerful intercession in times of need. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, remind me to ask for Mary's powerful intercession in times of need. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, remind me to ask for Mary's powerful intercession in times of need. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, remind me to ask for Mary's powerful intercession in times of need. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, remind me to ask for Mary's powerful intercession in my times of need. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, remind me to ask for Mary's powerful intercession in my times of need. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, remind me to ask for Mary's powerful intercession in my times of need. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, remind me to ask for Mary's powerful intercession in my times of need. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, remind me to ask for Mary's powerful intercession in my times of need. St. Francis Xavier, pray for us. Pope St. John Paul II, pray for us. And may Almighty God bless you and your intentions in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.